What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a certain point of view for the weekly live show. Hope everyone is doing great out there. Uh, we are one short tonight, but that girl partied hard this weekend. Mm-hmm. So she is hanging out. Uh, she will not be joining us tonight. Molly will be off this week, um, but back on the Patreon stuff, of course, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but I got Jill. I got Brian. We are here to talk about some more Star Wars, which seems like it's so interesting. Ever since Schmodown ended and we've been in this new era of POV, it legit feels like there's something new Star Wars to talk about every single week. It's like they catered to us almost. Mm-hmm. They know who the we are. Feel. Right? Right? <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's been very interesting. It, like Every week I'm like, oh, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? And every single week we have at least one Star Wars talk, talk, topic to talk about. Tonight we have two, which we're very excited to talk about. We're going to be getting into... The tragic passing of Kevin Conroy as well, um, which we'll get to in here just a little bit. Um, obviously, it, it hit the internet and the nerd community pretty hard this week. So, um, but you know, we're here. We're excited. Going to talk about some nerd stuff. Jill, it's Monday. How was your weekend? How was my week? Oh, I was like, what did I do? I was like, you partied hard. Apparently, to your your Instagram stories, I did so. Um, me and. Sean's cooking something. Uh, we went to a, uh, there was a Paramore and Fallout Boy tribute band. There were two yeah. bands. There's a Paramore tribute band and a Fallout Boy tribute band. And so, you know, like the one, whenever people think, like, listen to Fallout Boy, like that's like, oh, it, Fallout Boy just reminds them of me because that's like my band. So as soon as we found out, like my friends were like, oh my God, we need to go. So we went and like, I was like, oh, they're going to be a cover band. Like, you know, whatever. They were so freaking good. I was like in the pit. Like, like as soon as the follow up band was playing, I was like, I'm in here. I think I was like the only person who knew the new follow up boy songs they were singing. Cause like, believe it or not, they still made music after like 2015. Like they're still making music guys. You know, it's not just dance dance and from under the cork tree. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. I, I was I was responsible. I Ubered there and back, and I didn't really need to Uber because I was actually Oof, busy, that must have been expensive. It wasn't actually. It was only I went with my girlfriend and it was only like thirty-five bucks hmm. split in half. Like so I only paid like seventeen dollars to Uber. So it really wasn't bad. Shockingly. Seventeen fifty actually. No, I'm yeah, sure. Okay, listen. This isn't math class. It's it's. it's I am clocked out. I don't need to do math right now. Um, oh, it's so good. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, I, I did that. That what was that? That was a, was that. Friday? That was Saturday, I believe. No, that was Friday because it? it was after oh, work. Wow, my days are mixed. What did I do on Saturday? Recovered. Clearly, party hard again because you can't remember. Oh, I went to my uncle's house on Saturday. I was like, I did something <laughs> on Saturday. Um, I went to my uncle's house because I wanted to ask my aunt if I could wear. She, My uncle gave her like this gorgeous like diamond necklace like 15 years ago. Probably longer than that now, 20 years ago maybe. And it's like gorgeous and stunning. And I, want, I wanted to ask her if I could have it as my something borrowed for the wedding. And she was like super honored and she cried and she was like oh good because i have nothing to wear it to because it's so like extravagant so i'm glad you're gonna be able to wear it i'm like yay so yeah that was my weekend fun had, fun stuff had, wow that i mean it was very eventful that's for sure it was an eventful weekend very, very eventful yeah um 
Brian, how about you? You're back home. Mm-hmm. How's it? Uh, how's it hanging over there, man? Freaking freezing. Um, Freeze my nips off. Good. That's how I feel. <laughs> uh, I literally stay in my bed because it's like the warmest spot. Um, it's good. I didn't do anything this weekend. Hi, puppers. Uh oh. Yeah, the puppies. Um, just. What so the much, heck is that? So much stuff. It's a bark collar. No, it's like it sounds like a screech. It's a bark collar. It's a bark collar. It tells her to hush. Yep. Oh, I didn't know they talk back now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm just waiting for Pokemon on Friday. That's is there I, a new Pokemon game coming out? Yeah, that's all I care about. I'm just waiting for that. Is it actually going to be a good Pokemon though? It looks great. It's the first one that's ever like multiplayer. So like you and oh. I can play like online together at the same time or something. I just want the originals. That's all I care about. Well, I mean, it looks it's it's looks like one of the original. Well, I shouldn't say it's completely original. They they like walk around now. So instead of like them being in bushes and you don't know like which one's there, you can actually like see which i um, want them to do that but with like yeah. the original 150 like can it be that but like that'd with, be nice that's what that's all i care about I is the original that's all or like at least like at least stop at like gen 3 because i think that's where i stopped yeah like, i stopped playing knowing. silver gold and crystal or that's the three yeah. that I, I should let you borrow um the rcs one you might like that. It's the it's the open world one. That, I like that one. I started playing. That it was it, cool. it was really fun. It might be one of the best ones since the beginning. Um, although I, this is the first time that I don't like any of the starting Pokemon, <gasps> and I have no idea who to pick. How dare! I know. You always, always go with the fire Pokemon. That's just what I always do. No. I don't care what? how ugly they no. are. No. Oh, yes, always. Have you always seen fire Pokemon? Absolutely not. Yes, always. Water crushes. Nah, always fire. Always. Squirtle. Totodile. Charmander, are you like, kidding let's go. me? Oh, let's no. Go. Charmander, Cyndaquil. Uh uh-uh. uh. Get out of here. Cyndaquil is a little punk. Listen. Have you seen the starters at all? I'm assuming no, I, no I have not. They're so. Okay, so the so the theme for this game is like Spain. Okay, so okay. Like every, everything is like like actually Spain. Yeah, like the it's the not- map kind of resembles Spain. The like everything is kind of like that Spanish theme, cool. whatever. Um, and so they uh, <laughs> the the grass one starts out as a cat and then it turns into like a magician with the mask which that one it looks it's okay cute uh, okay the so they're not like what they're not water grass no, there is. no i mean oh, a lot are. of the times yeah. now that they'll they'll start fire or like they'll start a single one for like the first two evolutions and then the yeah. third one they'll be like fire fighting or yeah. like mm. water I don't know. I don't Again, know. I don't, I don't know what the I combos are. Originals. So the grass one turns Originals. into a magician. Cute. The the fire one's a, a little baby dinosaur that turns into a, a big, bigger a big, dinosaur. A but bit. you don't want the dinosaur. Look at it. It literally looks like a clown. It's it's supposed to be like a singer, but it looks like a clown. What's it called? Scarlet. 
Yeah, Scarlet or Violet. And then the blue one, and I can say this. Oh, the, I, the cat went like, yes, yeah, sprig, Sprigatito. Yeah, but are you like, looking at That one the, went like I, viral. Yeah, but you have to look at the last evolution. That's how I gauge who I'm picking because it's the last one. I love but, the dinosaur. He looks so dumb. The water one is the gayest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's a dancer. Oh, it's definitely sassy. So it's a dancer, a Spanish dancer, but when it runs, it like tiptoes with its wings and hands up like it's it's definitely a sassy bird. It's just it's ridiculous. Okay, though the dinosaur is cool. It looks like a piñata. It's okay. It's is is Quaxley no, wait, Quack I don't know what the final evolution is, but it is the most ridiculous. The cat, why does the cat look like like the magician cat looks like overtly sexual. I mean, there's always one. At least like in this picture. Andy, they're kind of, it's they're more leaked, but you can if you go on like TikTok and look up the <laughs> I can't get over the water one. It is literally it's very like, sassy. It's very Okay, sassy. so we, we do have to move on, but I'll show yeah. this. <laughs> we have we have a lot to talk about. You're gonna show so the me... starters. The starters I'll, are no, I won't. Oh. No. I'm going to show them all for you, bud. Okay. There you go. Yeah, those aren't them. That's not them. Cake. Oh, what? That's, That's Articuno. But the bottom right is Articuno, and the top oh. two are the Totodile evolution. Well, you would think that about. they would be the right evolutions lined okay. up to each other. Let me ask this, though. Jake, out of those, the, fir the first three that you showed are the the first stages. Yeah, those are Which the actual first ones. Do you like the best out of the first three? Hold on. I'm I'm doing you guys one better. He's gonna bring a few OG ones, aren't you? Andy, look up the water type third gen. Okay, oh, those that's are, it. Those Smaller. are all still wrong. But the what? Yeah, those geez, are still wrong. Those are whatever. all the first three that you have are the real ones. The other ones are just fan made. So fan made evolutions. Yeah. Yeah. So out the of first, the but the first, the the start, the starter ones are the same. I yeah, would choose either, yeah. If I if I was going solely based off of looks, I love the dinosaur. I I would I would probably do the grass cat. Really? Oh, look at the dinosaur. He's got a little. He's got one. The two, dinosaur would be a close second. And if I looked one. into their what their capabilities are, then I'd probably do the dinosaur. I I wouldn't go. I don't think I'd go near the water one. Look at him. He's doing his best. Okay, so here I'll show you. Through. I have a couple of them. So here's Make the. Quick. Yeah, we'll make it quick. This, this isn't supposed to be Pokemon talk right now. Hey, whatever. It's fun talk. Uh, fun so talk. this is the that's the cat. The cat turns into this one. That I can't see anything. What do you mean? It's it's giant. not loading on my screen. Right. Oh, Jake's yeah. Wi-Fi is dumb. Oh, it's I not loading it, on my screen at all. It's literally a blank screen on my screen. I see it, Brian. Oh wait, don't move. Meow, Scarada. <laughs> Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, no, I'm okay. If I'm going based off of that okay. final, this is absolutely not. This is the the bird turns into this one. It is the most sass so oh, sassy. Look, hmm. it's, <laughs> it's I love so, it. interesting, and it like I, it. I wish I had a video of it running because it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And then the uh, I forget what. The Wait, so the game is. comes out on Friday and they haven't released? Oh, here they, they are. don't. That's weird. Yeah, the evolutions at least it. they don't. 
this. That's year. weird. But the if I'm going based off the final evolution, I'm 100 percent going with. There's the dinosaur. The dinosaur. Yeah, yeah I'm going with the dinosaur. I forget what the dinosaur. Foycoke dinosaur. I'm uh, I'm doing the dinosaur if that's if that's the case. 100. percent Which I mean, I've in all the Pokemon the games that I've played, here you go, Dick. That's I've either gone. Yeah, if I've like either gone. Yeah, it's like a fire crocodile. Um, yeah. I have either gone water or fire every time. It's either been Squirtle or Charmander. I've done. I've played them all just to play them. But if I were like playing the game legit for the first, second, third time, it's either fire or water every time. And it's fire. no disrespect to grass, but I just prefer. I have a much more aggressive fighting style when it comes to Pokemon. So I want to f people up. So give me that if fire. It water. If the move doesn't do damage, I don't keep it. See, I'm with it. And there's good leaf moves, but not for like 20, 20 levels or something. I don't know. See, I'm it with lowers Andy. your opponent's defense. Don't need it. I want one that does attack. See, I'm with Andy. There's this a new one that's a pig, and his name's Lechonk. Love it. And see, he's a, he's just a fat pig. Uh, look at him. <laughs> look at him. Well, again, again, blank screen. So just take it off. Just take. It off. Well, it's um, a fat pig. You can look up the Lechonk. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm putting the Pokemon uh, Pokemon conversation to bed for for a little while. Right, We're going to talk about some Star Wars. We have a lot to get to tonight. Um, I want to start with, and it's unfortunate that Molly missed tonight's show just because we've been looking forward to Tales of the Jedi talk for so long. Um, let's talk about these six shorts, these six animated shorts that were released. Not really shorts, but kind of shorter episodes um, that were released on Disney Plus two weeks ago. It came out this last week, actually, that it's the second most in-demand show on streaming right now um above andor which is crazy to think about but uh we have these six animated shorts uh, we have three on dooku three on ahsoka tano and uh yeah we haven't really talked about them with each other not much behind the scenes um molly has by far done the most conversations in front of people on their shows obviously so uh jill brian let's start with you jill what did you think of tales of the jedi do you have a favorite episode before we get into any kind of specifics? What, what are you thinking? Um, I really enjoyed Tales of the Jedi. Um, shockingly enough, I enjoyed the Dooku episodes far more than I enjoyed the Ahsoka episodes. Um, mm -hmm. For me, I feel like we actually got new information with the Dooku episodes and Ahsoka. We didn't other than like where she, like her lineage and where she came from. We really didn't get anything new. Mm -hmm. um in regards to her story but with dooku it was really interesting to see kind of the reason as to why he left the jedi order and you from his from his you know experiences like i'm watching this and i'm going i don't blame him you know like he sees that you know he 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 sees the corruption in like these leaders and that the Jedi really aren't do anything, doing anything about it. And like how, you know, it, and it, it, you really do kind of see that whole aspect. And then on the flip side, you see with him training Qui-Gon, you kind of see where Qui-Gon also kind of gets like that little rebellious streak. Because I've, I think I've talked about this before, how Qui-Gon was kind of like the last of like the not like, hardcore jedi he's, like he, was, he is the loosest term for a great jedi in Star Wars. yeah exactly and and you could completely see where he gets that because of who his master was um so i found the dooku storyline very interesting and um 
I fell in love with a character that only got like 30 seconds of screen time in the original trilogy in one Yaddle. Um, I think all of us did. I loved the Yaddle episode. I freaking loved the Yaddle episode. I was so bummed that obviously we're not going to see her anymore, but I loved that yes. bit. It was great. I, I very much enjoyed Tales of the Jedi. Yeah, I and I know that's the conversation bet- uh, between most people is, oh, what set of episodes did you like more? And I think the majority or if not like 90% of people are going to say the Dooku stuff. I agree. I love the Ahsoka stuff, but I mm-hmm. thought as far as what Tales of the Jedi should be as like, a, if they continue it, if it's like becomes like a series, it should be focused on people that we've seen very little of. I and agree. we've seen Ahsoka throughout time. We're still seeing in, Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka's like not Clone going Wars, anywhere. Clone Wars, Rebels, Tales of Jedi, Mandalorian, Ahsoka show. Like we're seeing her in a lot of places, which I love because I'm Ahsoka. She's fan, the new Luke Skywalker. Like, I love mm-hmm. her. But Tales of the Jedi, to me, when I look at it after seeing the Dooku episodes, it feels like it should focus on characters that we've ever we've either gotten really little information on or absolutely no information on mm-hmm. fill in the blanks of these people that we've seen. Like you mentioned, Jill, we saw her for 30 seconds in episode one. Oh my God. Who is this character? Does she talk like Yoda? You know, how long has she been there? <laughs> and now we have all of this incredible information on her mm-hmm. just from like a 12 minute short of her being on this show. Um, being a badass for 12 minutes. Yeah. And there are hundreds of other characters in the star Wars galaxy that we've met that you could do episodes on. like, And Curtis mentioned a perfect one. You could do a Dex short. Dexter Jetster? On Tal- you Give can a- totally do a Dex storyline on Tales of the Jedi. It could be called like Tales of the Galaxy, if you wanted to call it that, just to change it from the Jedi yeah. to other characters. Shoot, give me a I give me the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Like I want to know. Like I want to know. I want to see that story. Like, yeah, we get like the brief synopsis, you know, but I want to see. I want to see it. That I think that'd yeah. be a perfect story to tell for Tales of the Jedi. Quinlan Voss, another one in the chat. Quinlan Voss would be really fun. I'm hoping he steps in a live action after Obi Wan, though. Disgusting. I hope so too. I hope so too. But um, Brian, what about you? Are you are you in the same boat? Um, did, I mean, how what was your like immediate reaction on this? Uh, immediate reaction was absolutely loving the Dooku staff. Ahsoka was good. It didn't really like do anything major for me. Um, it almost kind of felt like it could kind of. You can't tell me that you didn't have a stomach full of emotion knowing that Anakin essentially set her up to succeed against the troopers. Oh, 100%. You can't tell me that. That was like the best part. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Exactly. You can't tell me though. Like you see her walk out to those clone troopers. After watching her train with Rex and everyone be like, wow, she only survived because of him. That's what I told Sean when that episode ended. I was like, well, I mean, she wouldn't have survived Order 66 without Anakin. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. I mean, my my thought, though, is like that almost could have even just been put into her little arc in Clone Wars. Like that that was my whole thing. And I'm not shitting on it in any ways. I'm just like. I I very much liked seeing more from char- a character and characters that I ha- don't really have much to grasp. Mm-hmm. It very much like 
that I feel like her story kind of almost kind of been thrown into like season seven of Clone Wars. Um, but I mean, I'm not in any way complaining about what I got. I am complaining about how she wrecked that Inquisitor so quickly. <laughs> that <laughs> made me mad. It's a Sokotano. It didn't make me mad, but I was just like, like, because I, I, the Inquisitors are like my favorite. Well, when you look at it though, in like the timeline of everything, Inquisitors are very young at this point in time. So it would make sense of someone like her to absolutely wreck him that. Oh, game. well, I mean, the second, just logistically. Well, logistically, when he shows up, it's, and I knew, she, I knew she didn't have like lightsabers. I was like, okay, this is something's gonna, it's gonna be something either quick or like, because she's not going to just run around and jump around forever against a lightsaber. So, like, I was like, okay, yeah, I figured it was going to be like that. But he was just dope. So I was kind of like, oh, damn it. Like, I like He's him. cool looking. And, and then he, he, like, inflated. Yeah. The way he sounded, too, was so cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the Dooku stuff was like seeing him change like getting rid of Camino and like that, those things I was like, like I literally went, Oh yeah. Like out loud when they, so did let's, let's talk about episode four. This is the episode that kind of everything like really come. And obviously there's some good stuff before that, but that's the episode that we're talking about here is episode four. When we learn of, um, Qui-Gon's death at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then everything kind of pushes forward of seeing him with Sidious. And then the Yaddle stuff comes into play where she kind of, overhears him follows him they get in that big fight obviously um this is the dooku that we know in episode two or like the beginnings of it anyway and like brian like you're mentioning they're taking these pieces from these movies something like how obi-wan could never find camino on the map right mm -hmm. how it was erased from the library and now they're showing that dooku is the one who did that all like what a nice really cool tidbit to kind of connect the dots between everything and, and again going back to basically a setup of Cypher Diaz too, in a way. Yeah, exactly. And it going back to what we were talking about, that's what this show should be. That's exactly what this show should be, is taking very small, minute details and expanding them into big, giant episodes like this and, and implanting them throughout the story. Um, I, I think, I don't know if you guys agree, but episode four is by far the best of the six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it's from start to finish, it's like, Star Wars canon nonsense of just like, oh my God, oh my yeah. God, oh my God. And you're watching, the, and obviously then you see Yaddle and Dooku fight and how badass they made Yaddle. Jill, if you want to continue on Yaddle for a second, go for it. I love Yaddle. I've said <laughs> we're not going to get more of her. She was like, she was awesome. Loved Yaddle. I didn't think I would, but I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I, like when it, when it ended, I was like, oh, so that's why we never see her again. Well, I thought she was gonna just gonna be squished like a freaking bug, man. Me too. I went. Oh, I that's like, a terrible way to go. I almost kind of wish they would have just kept it like that because when he comes over and just literally, like, I was like, oh. It played to the character of Dooku, though. I think I thought it was a great, like, it was like the final straw of him having any chance of staying with the Jedi. That was like the moment, right, where he had to, instead of just pulling a door down on a fellow Jedi Master, he had to literally strike her down. And that was like the moment of like, okay, he's officially gone, gone. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was a little rough. Anytime like a little small character or something like gets marked, so you're always kind of just so like, tiny. oh. And so I mean, Yaddle of all people. 
but yeah, it was it was wild. I I think I loved honestly the probably the Cyphodius like being set up, him erasing from the archives like that. That stuff I think was probably my favorite. I because I mean like those are like things we've been wondering for like twenty years. Like, I mean, like that was something yeah. like it wasn't a it wasn't a gap in any means of like a plot hole, but it was always like something that you kind of just like were wondering. Oh no. Oh no. So um I appreciate when they do stuff like that. Cause it Well, it's it's similar to how they did Rogue One. They mm -hmm. took that whole scene of the Death Star plans and they spun it out into an entire movie like Rogue One. Yeah. And I think that's what Star Wars That's when like, they're at their best. Yeah, that in they've done great things, you know, in the past of of like spinning off stories of, of characters we've met or or like storylines. But I, I personally love when they take something like that, like again, a minute detail that we heard that, like you said, isn't a plot hole. It's not something that we've been like clamoring for. Was but they turn it into a show. Hello. Right. Uh, they turn it into a show and or story an episode, whatever. That's what Star Wars does well because you can't, I mean, you could do that in something like the MCU, but it works so much better in Star Wars. It works there's, so much better in Star Wars. And there's so many things in Star Wars where there it was maybe just a one liner that you can literally do a whole thing on. Like I think the thing we hear most people throw around to this day still is the line of like many Bothans died for this information. Like that's just waiting to be done. Or Kate's pneumonia from Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like, I mean, you got that in the book, but uh, still Brian, still, oh, I know. don't shoot me down. Sorry. But like, I'm just like, there are so many of those. And I think, it works even better when it's like been a long period of time because like for like us who that was like a childhood thing, getting that memory done 20 some years later, it just makes it even more like, Oh my God, that's the, 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 the from when I was little. And it's, it, I mean, yeah, I, you can't tell me that Star Wars fans wouldn't lose their mind over like getting a, a something over like the Bothan story. Like that's one of the most known lines, like throwaway lines in Star Wars that like if they were like, yeah, we're going to tell this story, even if it was like a three episode like show, like people would immediately clamor towards it. So okay. I, I, I love how they did that with this show of sewing in certain things. Cause I mean, that's kind of a big deal in the story of the clone. Wars. It just, it, anything like the clone wars in general. So, well, I mean, it's the re he's the reason it happened. No, yeah. Like, so I mean, kind of, kind of a big deal. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I love it. I think it's brilliant. And I think that if they continue to do these things with these random characters, I would love to see something on Plo Koon, personally. Well, that was my next question. I love Plo Koon. Um, I wanted to hear from you guys on possibly some ideas. And they can be, obviously, at any point in the timeline of Star Wars. But 
what are some characters or possible stories that you would love to see a potential um, second season of Tales of the Jedi or Tales of the Galaxy, whatever, uh, tackling? At this moment, it's obviously Tales of the Jedi, but things can change. What so is something just that you Jedi? Guys- you want us to do just if, if they're going to stick with the title of the show, which is Tales of the Jedi, let's let's stick with Force users and and stick at it and go from there. Um, I'm stealing one, and I'm not taking any credit whatsoever because I heard it from him. But Alex's take on Tar Vizsla is incredible. That yeah, incredible. Um, Brian Bailey mentioned in the chat, and I wanted to bring it up. Um, it's the it's one of those things again that we've heard a couple times, but they haven't touched on. And I think it could be an incredible three episode arc mm-hmm. on another season of of uh, Tales of the Jedi. Seeing a Mandalorian Jedi, Are you kidding me? Yeah, That'd be incredible. Oh, yeah, he's so good. Yeah, I immediately think Plo Koon just because that was always like my favorite growing up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would love to see Coleman Trevor, like just because he's dope looking, just random like dinosaur jedi uh he is cool um i mean it would be nice to see like i i think it would be really interesting to see more of the i know we see him a lot and i know they're you know ogs but qui-gon and obi-wan like them like actually yeah really seeing them training we really didn't get a lot of training between qui-gon and obi-wan in episode one i think that would be really cool to kind of see and dig into and just see the difference in how qui-gon trains obi-wan with how obi-wan trains anakin i'd be kind of interested to see like if there's any parallels in that dynamic um i think that's great because that book I i love that book master and apprentice and that was a Qui Gon Obi Wan story. So yeah, I'd love to see that. Then, mm-hmm. um, um, trying to think, who else is there? Brian Bailey said in the chat, "Gunji, Gunji, surviving Order sixty six, please give me all Gungi. the youngling stories from the story Gungi. arc." Um, Temple Guards, I think. Oh, I would. Oh, oh the Grand the Inquisitor's guard. turn. Yeah, the so Grand Inquisitor's turn. I think that I would, would be really freaking cool. Jill, that's a brilliant idea of seeing him be Thanks. go from Temple Guard to Grand Inquisitor. That's I a would, brilliant idea. I, would die I think that would be dope. That's really good. That's I really would go good. for that Thanks. story. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I did good. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I would tell um, that story. I'm trying to think of other like force users that i would really be interested in seeing i mean uh, there, there are there's a lot there there's a lot i mean there's so many characters that you can tell from both the light and the dark side i mean how about the beginnings of of and we kind of saw it but the beginnings of darth maul he's such a heavily used animated character any you know? reason to bring sam Witwer into the fold i'm <laughs> yeah. not gonna be uh, mad about it you can do star killer i mean <gasps> we haven't met him officially yet but star killer make him make him disney canon yeah, like he, he was he was like slightly made canon in Andor, but he hasn't been mentioned yet. Kind of. Um, kind of, sort of. So you could totally do something like Starkiller. That would be dope. Um, and I and, and we're all talking about like kind of like the Clone Wars era, but uh, I saw someone mention this online. Um, but what if you did, instead of telling this story, which you could tell in a story in a book, what if you told Luke's fall of the temple 
with Kylo Ren. I was going to say Kylo Ren. In Tales of the Jedi. Instead of doing like a movie or a live action series, you could do do a three episode arc on that. You could do similar to what they did with Ahsoka with Kylo. Mm -hmm. You can start with him as young, like not even really testing out the force yet with like him and Leia and Han like growing up and then him go like training at the Jedi Academy with Luke. And then like the third episode could be Snoke kind of like infiltrating and yeah. like that whole aspect. Like mm-hmm. I, that would be really cool. I think. And we saw that in the comics. They told, they told that story in the comics, but I think it would be, it's one thing to it's see the it. The mainstream a, audience hasn't seen it though. Yeah. It's, like, it's one thing to see it from a page of a book yeah. to actually mo- motion on a screen. Like it's, it's yeah. a different, and you can even get Adam driver to come back and voice him. How dope would that be? Would he? No, probably not, but you know, <laughs> would he? Yeah. But Probably when they not. would ask, they would reach never know. out and ask. You never know. You never know. <laughs> I'm literally like uh, looking through like just uh, Luke, Luke training Leia. Luke training you know. I would yeah. really like that. Actually you know, seeing dope. seeing more than like a 10 second flashback of him training Leia would be really yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm like literally looking through like pictures of stuff. We haven't mentioned Kit Fisto. That's always a popular that was one. Gonna be what I said was going to say. Uh, we're stacked for kit yeah yeah kit fisto <laughs> would be really cool because he's so unique right he's he's such a unique character and he has such great skill set yeah compared to a lot of the other characters and he was um wrongfully cut down very easily in episode three i mean a lot of them were there was four that kind of uh <laughs> yeah yeah got got juked uh there's Gor- I'm, I'm surprised it made it this long but cal kestis Gordon said it, Cal Kestis. I, yeah, I mean, I think they do yeah. such a good job telling Cal's story through the video games, though, that I don't think they need to do a Tale of the Jedi for Cal. Um, I, would I be mad if they do it? Heck no, I love Cal Kestis. I love What if story. you did one on his master? His of master, him I love. Training Cal Kestis. That'd be fun. His master, I would love. I... And it kind of ends, it ends with Cal escaping to like during order 66 and then we obviously know the story from there There's i mean something. we do see bits and pieces of that in the game too yeah yeah, yeah, but... yeah. If you want to be horrible you could finally give shock t an actual <laughs> death and doom. we've killed her no no if we're doing a shock t story she's we're not killing her she's give been me killed... one of her before she perishes <laughs> she's let's, been let's killed so that. many times she's been killed like three <laughs> times so she's such a cool character too Watch like does not need to she's such a more. cool character okay i will say this there are some bad guys not oh, good 100%. people that are just yeah. ripe for the picking if they did it the one first, that first I... choice brian go first draft pick well i have a first round draft pick but i want to say who i think would be prime no it's it. your first round draft pick no because then you're going to end up stealing it like you no, just i'm not going to steal it though i don't have a thought right now i mean just say it brian i mean it would obviously be a coin toss between thrawn or um assage thrawn i think assage so... would be more fitting exactly that's what i was about to say thrawn is so far removed and thrawn's be... gonna be in ahsoka so like yeah thrawn, yeah that it would be a little bit more difficult the person that i think that would be prime for something like this. General Grievous. Mm-hmm. Oh, before mm-hmm. he we got that incredible. We got the incredible book of Labyrinth of Evil um, 
by James Lucino. It was in between episode two and three. It was focused on Obi-Wan and Anakin hunting Grievous. Um, and he Grievous is amazing in that book. He, amazing. He would be so he would it would be such a dope story to do his before, like before turning mm-hmm. into basically a robot and like or even how he trained in the how he trained in the dark side with Dooku. Yeah. Or or I mean, if you want to be really dark, how he got all those lightsabers taking mm-hmm. out each one of those people. So like he's uh, I, that one almost just makes too much sense to do. Like, he's the I, he was the first ever inquisitor. Think of it that way. I mean, Essentially, yeah. I mean, he wasn't a force user, so it'd be interesting to see him train and stuff. So I think Grievous would be an interesting one For to sure. see on screen. Yeah. If if I could name I've always wanted this person to be in canon and I know she never will be, but if there's a way we can co- like kind of completely rewrite her story and introduce her. Uh, Say it. Mara Jade. Yup. Make it happen. <laughs> Give me a, like Mara Jade is a character that I don't think I will ever forgive Disney for not making canon because. Yeah, they suck. Like, and especially now that they're making so many prominent female characters in Star Wars, you know, whether they're good guys or bad guys, there's been so many prominent female characters in like the new age of star wars i think now is the perfect time to introduce amara jade retcon her story for all i care she cannot end up with luke she can just be like I mean, a friend of luke's at the end of there's, it like I there's probably a that, way they could do maybe some kind of i a do think that they still could do mara and luke it would have to be heavily heavily changed they, like but, they wouldn't have kids but no, like, and remember, there's still 30 years between those two movies. Yeah, right. Would you be okay with them completely changing, completely changing her? Um, I don't think I, that they would have to 100% no. change, but it would be a heavy change, and I would be okay with it just to see the character. The biggest just change the would be her relationship with Luke. I think. Would Jill, do you have a fan thing? casting for? Because I do. Who's your fan casting? Karen Gillan. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, wait, Jill. Jill, wait, Jill. Here's your prequel. Here's your okay. actors to play the two characters. Okay. You have Karen Gillan as Mara okay. Jade. You have Sebastian, Sebastian Stan, Stan. Skywalker. Make it happen, Disney. I mean, Karen Gillan with a purple lightsaber would be dope. Oh. Right? Right? Sign me up. George could suck it, Andy. Give me Mara Jade. Yeah, George. George's not a part of it anymore. So now George Disney can doesn't do it. matter anymore. Come on, Disney. Give me, give me Mara I'd, Jade. I'd be interested. Like, what would you? What would you? I would feel? love Mara Jade. Love Mara Jade. What? How would you feel if she showed up? Completely different story in like Ray's world, post episode nine. Is it? Is it a similar story where she was like? involved with the sith and then now isn't is it still kind of like that sort of storyline or is she just a completely new character by the name of mara jade she'd pro- more than likely be that i would yeah, say because there's no there's no real sith at that time that's why i personally what well, she i would could love have been one of the people in the robes at, in episode nine in like the arena so what yeah. I what I kind of like, and this is just a very, very brief off the top of my head idea, but 
you could do something that like, because we know that between the books and comics that Vader and Palpatine had a very, very like broken relationship. It was not a great relationship. You could do something to where when the Empire fell. In what if she's the six, reason that Palpatine's alive? That, but like maybe she was a secret apprentice going around the universe or galaxy. And when the Empire fell, she had nowhere to go. And then she's found and you kind of pick up with her then like maybe luke finds her or something like there there are ideas or ways that you can go around her story by still connecting her with luke yeah you can still do yeah. that easily i i just i just i just want gordon you're correct she, her she was known as the emperor's hand the emperor's hand but that was in that was in legends you couldn't do that now just because of the way the story is set out so it would have to be heavily changed yeah they'd have to definitely have to a lot change. yeah um all right well i'm sure this won't be the last time we talk about this um no wait who I'm, was you guys' bad guys well mara jade mara jade okay bad i want i want i want like bosk or i want bounty hunters. boss could be cool i want it's not it, it's not tales of the jedi it would be tales of like the galaxy or something but i want bounty hunters that's what I give want. me like all of those like the mm -hmm. bounty hunters in that one scene give me boss give me give me the bounty hunters from episode five literally yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's all you need. Like, how did they get there? Why are they known the way they are? Like, we've seen them in the Clone Wars. We saw them do some stuff, but I want to see them in an era that's not the Clone Wars. And and again, it wouldn't be Tales of the Jedi, but uh, I, I want bounty hunters. That's what I would want the most. So cool. I need more Night Sisters. Anything yeah, Night Sisters I'm down with, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I mean, mad um, about the I would Night love sisters. more magic force stuff. I think that's coming, Brian. I think that's definitely going to be touched on. Floney loves that stuff. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're definitely not going to... Th this will come up again, especially when Molly gets back. I'm sure she'll want to throw her hand in some stuff as well. Um, we're going to get into Star Wars here in just a little bit, but we do want to talk about something that's very tragic in the world of uh, the comic book community. Unfortunately, we learned this week that um, the legend himself, one of the greatest voice actors of all time, um, and the Batman, not our Batman, not... Just a Batman, but the Batman himself, Kevin Conroy, unfortunately passed away. Um, I believe he was 66 years old. 67, and I think. 67. 67. He, uh, he put in some time as this character over many decades. Um, you know, movies, shows. Uh, he was obviously in the live action DC shows as well. He popped up in there as Bruce Wayne. Um, he has put in his time and he is one of, if not the most beloved person in the comic book community for what he's done for the character of batman um you know we can go around and talk about it a little bit but jill i want you to start because i i saw your tweet you were very very you know broken by this as many yeah. people were but uh this this is your batman this animated this series is, is my batman guy. this yeah, is my batman um and people like you know being in not really in the movie space, but commentating in the movie space. You know, I know I get asked a lot. And even just in the nerd world, I've been a cosplayer for 10 years. Like, you know, I sell so it just in there. People would be like, oh, who's your favorite Batman? And, you know, you'll get the Christian Bales. You'll get the, um, you know, Michael, Michael Keaton's. Keaton's. Uh, for me, it was always. Um, um, oh, my God. Kevin Conroy. Thank you. My brain is. <laughs> too many names in your head right now. Too many. I was thinking of all the other Batmans, but it was always Kevin. It was always Kevin Conroy was my Batman and Mark Hamill was my Joker. You know, um, 
because I watched the animated series before all the movies started coming up. You know, I mean, yeah, you had like the Tim Burton Batman and you had like all that, but I didn't watch that when I was a kid. You know, I'm not, I wasn't watching those movies when I was five. You know, I was watching the animated cartoons on a Saturday morning and it was Kevin Conroy. And, and then growing up, even as, as the animated series kind of grew and developed and became different projects, you know, whether it was the animated series, whether it was the Arkham Asylum games, whether it was the Killing Joke movie adaptation, it was Kevin Conroy, you know? Yeah. So it could be it could be the animated series, which was very kid-friendly, to something very dark, like the Killing Joke. It was Kevin Conroy. Um, and I, I, I met him at a con once, and he was just one of the most nice, genuine people. Um, and it, I, when I saw it on Twitter that day, like, I don't think I had that kind of like gut reaction to a celebrity yeah. death since like Robin Williams. Um, like for me, this was a, a big deal. Cause I remember I, both him and Hamill had said multiple times, like after the Arkham games, after the Arkham games, they were done. You know, they weren't going to be doing Batman and Joker anymore. That was it. That that was going to be like their final curtain call. And then, they, but they they still kept asking him to do stuff, and he could just never say no because you know he loved the character so much. Um, it it's 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 sad, you know. It's it's it. You, it kind of makes you think of like you know just the fragility of life and how you know quickly people can go and it's it's sad and but to know that he will literally always live on as Batman and for a lot of people when they look at a picture of Batman or they read a Batman comic that is the voice that they read Batman in will and forever always be Kevin Conroy and. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah, it's tragic. You know, I'm seeing like the posts from like Mark Hamill and Tara Strong um, and all of these these very prominent voice actors, you know, just telling these stories of just how much of a genuine soul Kevin Conroy was and just how he always brought 100% in the voice booth and how he really personified Bruce Wayne and Batman, which... For a lot of people, they're yeah, they're the same person, but they're really not. B Batman and Bruce Wayne are kind of two entirely different performances, and he was able to do that with just his voice. And um, yeah, it's sad, and I, I I'm very curious to see what the I know they've I obviously know other people have been the voice of Batman, um, but I it'll be interesting to see how what happens to the character with without you know kevin at the helm of it yeah it's uh you said you had talked about like the difference between bruce wayne and, and batman i don't think in live action as great as some of these actors have been i don't think any of the actors have captured both of the characters at once mm -hmm. like i think christian bale is an incredible bruce wayne he's a good batman I think Michael Keaton is an incredible Bruce Wayne. He's a good Batman. I thought Ben Affleck was a great Batman, but an okay Bruce Wayne. Like, mm -hmm. 
Kevin Conroy is an incredible Batman and he's an incredible Bruce Wayne. Like he mm -hmm. knew exactly because they're they are two separate characters. They are mm -hmm. just like Spider-Man and Peter Parker are two separate characters. Yeah. They are complete Clark Kent, Superman. Like they are just two different characters. Um, and you have to play them that way. And he did it for a very, very, very long time. He defined what this character is these days. Like mm -hmm. you don't have these stories like the Dark Knight or, you know, the Batfleck or even Robert Pattinson's Batman without whatever Kevin Conroy did as Batman for all those years in those movies and that show. Um, I don't know outside of someone like when it comes and this is just a comparison to compare outside of someone like Robert Denny Jr. and Iron Man, how synonymous he is with that character. There's nobody that touches Kevin Conroy. Nobody. No. Like he is bar none. Like, like when you think of, okay, here's a great comparison. James Earl Jones is Darth Vader. Kevin Conroy is Batman. Like mm -hmm. those are the two that you can kind of think of as the similar, right? Like For they are linked. Least. Yeah. They are linked <laughs> together and rightfully so. Cause they are incredible in those roles. Um, it's so sad. Cause I didn't know that he was sick. He had, no, I don't think cancer. he, I don't think he ever announced it. And it's, it's just so unfortunate just because um, I hadn't seen something Batman from him in a little while. And after it happened, I went back and just, I just played random episodes on the animated series. I just played him in the background. I had him in my ear while I was working. There's some gorgeous um, episodes. The movies. I remember six, seven, eight years ago uh, when I was kind of first getting into like the podcasting stuff. I binged a lot of Batman animated movies like all over the place because I hadn't I hadn't watched them. They just did uh, they just did the Dark Knight Returns or the Dark Knight. Um, oh, my God. It's not Returns. It's a uh, oh, my God. What's it called? The Frank Miller one. Um, the two parter. Uh, oh, my God. No, with old Batman. Oh, with Batman old. Beyond. No, I know. I think someone mentioned Batman Beyond. The, the Dark chat. Knight. Uh, is it? It's not returns. It's um. Oh my god! Why am I blanking on it? Anyway, like there's so many. Um, it's it is returns. returns. It is returns. Really? Not not like Nolan's Batman, but never mind. Anyway, uh, you got two votes just, that say it's returns. Okay, it is returns. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, I just went on a binge of of watching all these movies, and at the time, like I knew that Kevin Conroy had voiced him, but looking back now. Like that is like that is Batman. That is there's a reason why so many people watch those animated movies. There are so many reasons why people think the Batman animated show is one of, if not the greatest animated show ever made. Like it's him. It's him. And there's a reason why it was such a big deal when he came over and played Bruce Wayne for just an episode on the Flash show. Lost my like, mind. Like Lost people lot like it's Kevin Conroy. Like he yeah, is That's Batman. Yeah, like he is Batman. It's he's not just a Batman. He's not like just my favorite Batman. He's not your favorite. He's he is the Batman. Batman. Like no matter what, he's the Batman, and I think he always will be. I don't honestly, you know, someone could come along and play an incredible live action Bruce Wayne a Batman, but I don't think anything is ever going to touch what Kevin Conroy did to the character. I mean, he, he's he touched a character like nobody ever has. He's going to be very much like an Adam West. You know, yeah. where it's it's just it's just going to be this legendary status. And while Adam West will always hold the mantle as the original Batman, 
I think Kevin Conroy is going to be, like you said, is going to be the Batman mm-hmm. in in people's hearts and his his gravestone should say, "I am the Batman." I am the Batman. I am the Knight. I, I am, am the Batman. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am vengeance. I am the Knight. I he should Batman. just say it all. Yeah, put it on a tombstone. Just yeah, he it's yeah. I, I need to go watch, like, Mask the Phantasm. And for anyone who hasn't watched the animated series, the uh, Mr. Freeze story arc is one of the most gorgeous anything animated ever. Like, the story is heartbreaking, and it's tragic, and it's gorgeous. I highly recommend checking out the um, Mr. Freeze story arc of Batman the Animated Series. And there's so much, because it, it was Batman the Animated Series, and then it, like... Batman the Animated Series had a revival and it looked all new and different. And then it was Batman Beyond and you got old man Bruce Wayne who was, you know, who was training um, like the new the new Batman. And then it was fun to also get Return of Mark Hamill and Batman Beyond when with the whole Return of the Joker story. And then so you got Hamill and you got Hamill and Conroy again. Then you got him again for Killing Joke. And it was it like I have like about three copies of the killing joke behind me killing joke is one of my is is my favorite comic of all time so when they said you know after the arkham games that they were done they were retiring that this was it as soon as they announced killing joke and that they were coming back for it i bought tickets for the one night it was going to be in theaters when they were showing it i was like i'm gonna be there and i was and it was i don't care what anyone says about the killing jokes movie i loved it even the even the batgirl bits i didn't care I was happy. <laughs> I I loved the movie. I'm um, I'm very curious if because a couple months ago or maybe even longer, that new Batman animated series, Batman Caped Crusader, was canceled. And I don't know if Kevin Conroy was supposed to be in that. But so. when it got canceled, yeah. Twitter went up in uprising because remember, they were like, Warner Brothers, what are you doing? You're stupid, etc., etc. But if he was involved, I think and... he was because a lot of the voice actors who were the original voices for those characters that were going to be in that show was it retweeted it. Batman like, Caped Crusader. Yeah, they retweeted and... like the like the teaser thing yeah. for it like the teaser image and they were and they like people were saying what yeah. what could have been like and you know so I'm, i think he was supposed to it it now it i mean i don't know if it's connected but it might have been it maybe they canceled it because they weren't going to have kevin conroy like what if he's been sick for i mean you know it may not have been it may not have been a thing it may not have been a thing but like maybe that is reason and they didn't want to go forward without him like there is a chance that's be. the case. It could know? be. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sad. It's very sad. Brian, what about you, man? You haven't said much. Well, I don't have that as I didn't grow up watching the shows, but I mean, like, how dare you? No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. He is you should the... check it out, Brian, if you haven't. You would actually, Brian, you'd probably really like it. You I, I'm, it. I mean, the last I'm... time I told you about an animated show was Rebels, and look how much you love that. Yeah, I mean, I've watched episodes here and there but i was never like a religious of watch it every saturday or whatever you should get brian's reactions to batman the animated series on the patreon <gasps> that would be so you fun. have thrown like 19 different stop smallville down. stop smallville and let's do batman 
Brian, I, can I watch Batman? I haven't watched an episode of Smallville since Celebration. Yeah, you don't care about Smallville as much as you would probably care about Batman the Animated Brian, series. can I watch Batman with you? Sure. Let's uh, watch Batman. I will do that. But I mean, like, yeah, I full, like, I mean, any voice thing is more than likely him that outside of the live action movies. So, mm-hmm. like, obviously, yeah, I need, uh, not, why does he need? I grew up probably hearing his voice more than anyone else. So yeah, like, I mean, it, it's very sad. It's, I, I'm not as like, what's the word? I'm not as like invested in his like Batman as friends that I have that like, that is their celebrity of like their dreams so like it's horrible seeing like those type of people lose their their voice their their batman um i mean but yeah i've video games and stuff is probably around is where i've encountered his voice more than any other spot because i played all those batman if there was a batman video game i played it so I played all the Arkham ones. Oh yeah, like I mean, that's the best. That's the best Batman. Is that oh, 100%. Batman? Like best I mean, Batman. Any if there's ever been a superhero game, I've probably played it. So like I mean, that. But that, you haven't played the Wolverine game. There's a Wolverine game. I think there I was a, there was a Wolverine game. Original it garbage. Xbox. It was on. No, it was absolutely incredible. Oh. It was uh, amazing. Okay. <laughs> My, my exposure to him is probably more through video games than yeah. the TV stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, I've seen an animated, but, uh, like a couple of them, and they're always great. So it, it is very sad to to know. Yeah, that. it's it's. I'm looking through the Batman movies, um, and seeing like who voiced Batman where. Um, it's they obviously have other people who play Batman here and there, like you know, uh, Bruce Green Greenwood played him in Under the Red Hood and. Um, some other characters here and there. Jill, I imagine yours is pro- your favorite is probably Mask of the Phantasm, right? I mean, I-, I love Mask of the Phantasm, but like I said, my favorite, my favorite story of Batman is the Arkham Asylum games. I love. You ever I love them, Jake. I love that. Batman. I teeter with them. I I I personally can't get into like <sighs> like the open worldness of games in a way. That's the best That's part right. of games. It's just not for me. I think for me, my biggest exposure to him was probably the Injustice games. Hmm. And that, well, and the Injustice games and the Batman games, because those are all fantastic. The Arkham games were just great because it was basically the animated series for mature adults. So it was like, it was like hardcore mature Batman, and it was like bloody and violent and like the stuff we couldn't get in the animated series. And it was more of a dark, it was still the comedic Joker that we have in animated series. It's the Mark Hamill Joker. It's still much, very much that comedic type of Joker. But it was dark and gritty and it was just so good. And that, for me, that is my favorite. That is my favorite Batman is like the Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight, just the Arkham Asylum games are just so freaking good. Um, but Mask of the Phantasm is, is one of the best Batman films, even if you're comparing it to, you know, the live action. Oh, no, absolutely. There's so a lot good. of them. Um, Brian, if I was to mention one to you, uh, and even you, Jill, um, if neither of you have seen it, it's called Bat- Batman Gotham Knight. 
Oh, I've uh, seen it. It it takes place in the Dark Knight universe. Mm-hmm. It's in between Batman Begins and the Dark Knight. Um, and it has Killer Croc and Deadshot in the movie. Love um, Croc. And uh, Mr. Kevin Conroy voices Batman in that movie. It's very cool, and it connects to those films. So, and if anybody watching, if you haven't seen it and you're interested, it it connects to the Christopher Nolan movies, which is really really cool. So, um, yeah, look, there's a, there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of Batman movies, and obviously the show. Maybe we'll do a reaction to one. Maybe maybe we'll talk Heart about of a little ice. bit more. Hard advice. <laughs> it's the best there's, animated series episode there's there's a there's a ton a ton of stuff out there that we pretty can sure i've seen i've sure. act, i think that might actually be one of the one of the, the ones you've seen. What? no the part of ice yeah because so i'm well yeah you're a mr freeze guy yeah i so think good. i've actually seen that so yeah um all right let's go ahead and move on uh, i'm sure kevin conroy will come back up at some point that is for sure especially if we talk batman but Let's go ahead and get into our last topic of tonight. Uh, we're going to get back into Star Wars. Um, we got a little surprise this week, or last week, I should say. And little teases leading up to this. Um, that Studio Ghibli had partnered with Lucasfilm on a little short on Disney Plus with one Grogu. Uh, Grogu and the Dust Bunnies. Um, Zen, Grogu and the Dust Bunnies, excuse me. And we got our first uh, you know, team up between Studio Ghibli and Lucasfilm, which could very much result in more depending on how it does. It's a three minute short about Grogu and the little dust bunnies um, and little, you know, behind the scenes here, Jill actually called it about an hour before it dropped. Uh, we were all it talking really about it. We were all talking about it and we can show the screenshots. So she legit sent us a picture of dust bunnies and said, what if it's this? Well, I said, like, oh. I said, what if it's Totoro or maybe it'll be these guys. And I was like, what about the little things that are cute <laughs> and small? Um, but no, it. look, this, this is, Usually we wouldn't talk about a little three minute thing, but this is a big deal because it's Studio Ghibli. Like they make some of the best, not just anime films, but films in general. Yeah. Yeah, Like they are just incredible at storytelling. Um, And if they are in talks or, you know, have an open conversation with Lucasfilm about telling stories, we could get a lot more just not just shorts, but maybe movies uh they might be involved in maybe vision season two of doing an episode or two um there's a lot of possibilities here but let's start with the grogu short um and then we can kind of you know filter into maybe things that we would like to see uh jill i'll I'll go back to you again what did you think about grogu and the dust bunnies when i watched it it was two o'clock in the morning and i was bundled (laughs) It, it was right after i came back home from that concert i was bundled in a big old blanket i had my jammies on i was drinking tea and that was just like the perfect little comfy cherry on top of my comfy little night was the little the little tiny Grogu just gallivanting with the little baby dust bunnies. Yeah. It was super cute. It was calming. It was relaxing. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this was so cute and calm. And I was like, oh, it's called Zen. All right. That makes a lot of sense. That the music was so out. good. Oh, the music was so, so good. It's this little theme. It yeah, so it's so good. So cute. Yeah. I loved it. Brian? I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it was adorable. I mean, what, I mean, <laughs> what more can you say? I, I mean, I definitely want to see more. I mean, I've only ever watched one thing from them. Spirited and, Away. Yeah, and it was. That's it. That's a good yeah. one to watch, though. But you need it to watch was, like but, I okay mean, and. Our friend had been hyping on it, and I never would have gone 
and watch something like that if he wouldn't have kept saying it, saying it over and over, watch it, watch, watch it. And it was phenomenal. Like, blew me away how much just that movie was just so good in every aspect. Um, so, I mean, if they even do like one eighth of what they did with Spirited Away in a Star Wars, like, okay, mm-hmm. like, give me that immediately. So, I mean, I know they're quite popular. Um, quite, quite so popular. I am very curious to see their relationship with Lucasfilm, if it grows, if it's just a little little thing because like they don't need Lucasfilm. It's not they're no. not they're not no. like they're not one of those companies that's like, oh my God, we get to work with Lucasfilm. Like they're just they're Miyazaki like he does not need if, Lucasfilm. <laughs> if, if anything, Lucasfilm is probably like the other way around. Like, oh we get to work with them. Um so I, I, I personally would love to see a story. Just literally, I would if I'm Lucasfilm, be like, tell a story. I don't care what it is. Like, do whatever you want. Like, I mean, they're the, they're those type of people. I don't think Luke. Like, if Lucasfilm was like, we want you to do this, I would be like, no, let them do whatever they want because they know how to tell a freaking story. So. Yeah, I mean, if they're working together, that makes me hopeful that maybe there's a good relationship that comes from it down the line. Something new. Yeah, I I would love to see... Because it it really does just feel like Star Wars and anime fit so well together. Mm -hmm. Visions was Um, great. Loved Visions. Yeah, Visions was incredible. But also, um, Resistance was kind of like a, a, a version of anime. Star Wars Resistance, the the two season show that came bit, after Rebels. Yeah, I mean it had a it was, it, it, yeah a bit. It, it was it was like it was like a, a a different version, but it had those kind of angles and and that little look to it that felt like that's what Star or that's what Lucasfilm was trying to do. Um, I would love to see a ninety minute movie, or I mean even like an eighty minute movie of Star Wars anime. I would love it. Um, it's funny the day that it got announced and maybe it was, it had been rumored for a little bit, but, uh, I retweeted a video that, um, like a fan or, or someone who does art, they made the star Wars trench run in anime, like studio Ghibli. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, I need this. Mm -hmm. Like I need this right now, whether it be X wings fighting in, in, in space or, um, people on the ground or whatever type of story you tell. I just think it's such a cool partnership. It would be such a cool partnership to see, you know, presented by Lucasfilm and Studio Ghibli together. Um, and if it's just these three-minute shorts, then I'm all for it. You know, like, they're fun, adventurous little things that, and if they're called Zen to relax you, I'm all for it because that music was incredible. Give, give, me, give me something that I can put on repeat and I can just yeah. have on, you know, to call What are those, uh, what are those, uh, oh, what if what if it was Lucas, presented by Lucasfilm and uh, Studio Ghibli, Star Wars Lo-Fi? It was just oh, Lo-Fi on Disney sure. Plus. <laughs> I mean, I I already listened to Star Wars Lo-Fi on YouTube. Yeah. Like, uh, quick side note: Did you guys know that Disney Plus has um, a part on the platform that is essentially like? Zen you know Nation. how people put? 
Well, you know how people put like a fireplace on their TV? It makes it look like a fireplace. They have Arendelle. Yeah. They have that stuff on the platform, a full yeah. section. Of Did it. you not? I had know no that? idea. Oh, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. No clue. I'm uh-huh. so using it going forward. So good. Are you going to use Elsa's fireplace for Christmas time? You did damn well. I will. Yeah. yeah. That's Absolutely. What is it under? <laughs> it's uh, under collections. Yeah, it's under collections. There you go. And then there's another tab that you go to here. Let me look for it actually. While um, we're on the show. While you're looking go ahead, for Jill. that. Go um, ahead. I was going to say, I think something that would a really cute story to tell for Ghibli. And you could even, I mean, you could really do it in any of their animation styles, but I think it would be really cute in like a Kiki's delivery service kind of way, maybe telling like three different stories. Um, but the the broomstick kid. In, oh, that'd be smart. In the sequel trilogy, really you know, smart. the broomstick kid, like where he's obviously a force user and we see him briefly you know in episode eight and right is it just episode eight or is it episode nine it's just episode at the very end of episode eight and that's that's it you know we we see him when like we see him working like at the casino but then at the very end for that brief second we see him using the force to grab them i remember being in the theater and everyone in the theater going (gasps) oh And, like, literally gasping because he didn't expect this kid to be a Force user. Yeah. So I think it would be really cool. And he was already, like, trained in it, too, because the dude's pulling stuff. He knew what to, he knew what to do. Like, he knew. So, like, I think, I think a story, I think Ghibli would tell a really cool creative story with a character like that that really yeah. hasn't been touched if they did want to do, similar to A Tale of the Jedi, where if it's, like, a character that we have seen even briefly and we yeah. want to tell a story about them, I think Ghibli would do really well in, in a storytelling aspect of that. But also, again, something like Visions, or just something completely new, something completely different, just something yeah. in a Studio Ghibli an- anime style of a of a Star Wars story that's not necessarily under, like, the Skywalker umbrella. Yeah. But... I agree. Uh, so, Brian, real quick. This is what it looks like. Look at the fireplace. That's all. I'm in collections. So, so Brian, if you go to the collections, go to all collections. It's uh-huh. under scenic ambiance is what the tab is called. Oh, okay, I see it. And there's like six or eight different options. Um. So, Star Jill, to so what you were speaking on, I uh, there's one thing that is current Star Wars canon that I would love Ghibli to do. Other than that, I would love for them to just have the creative mind to do whatever the hell they want. Um, I would love to see Ghibli do pod racing. Oh. I would effing <laughs> love to see Ghibli do pod oh. racing. It would be such oh. cool animation to see Studio Ghibli do something like pod racing. And I want this, more pod racing. I know their people style. Are like, hey, people are haters of pod racing. I want more pod racing. Their style in pod racing would be absolutely oh. incredible. Um, but I also like. Think of it, okay, so we've seen Ghibli play with, like, Spirited Away example, right? It plays with the idea of, like, ghosts and the afterlife and stuff. What if they did a movie or a short or whatever based around Force Ghosts and how that works? Something that, like, has been around the canon, right? But But hasn't really been discussed. Like, how did Qui-Gon become a Force Ghost? Like, Yoda had said it, it took him a while, but he learned the way. How does he learn the way? Why not tell that story? He's dead. How does cool. he learn? That would be cool. <laughs> or like, how does Obi Wan come back? Right. If you had like, your choice, cool. if you had your choice of just letting them create a whole entire thing, or picking some like 
taking something create, create an entire new thing yeah i would too a new thing new thing yeah i mean pod racing is very close but a new uh thing. pod racing would be dope though it'd be so good in ghibli <gasps> animation so good <gasps> i want pod racing i know right i know yeah bring greg bring greg proops back to be the <laughs> announcer we're all good let's do it yeah um okay well any any final thoughts on anything ghibli any more recommendations or uh theories on what you guys would like to see i know it's a as shorter conversation as, it was only a three minute short so. as long as we get more i'm honestly happy mm-hmm. and i think with a name as big as ghibli i don't think it's just gonna be this little short three minute thing no i mean i think me i think they're I, and they also they announced it and released it within about 48 hours um so i think they might have wanted to see people's reactions and hype to it before they kind of moved on to other projects possibly um or they use this as a teaser of like you like more of this well guess what we have more in the pipeline so i think it, with a name like ghibli i think it's gonna be more than just the three minutes i Especially see they've always being... like the disney and ghibli have always had like this partnership yeah thing so i could see them being involved in visions two season yeah. two for an episode or two and then after that given a chance to do a movie or more shorts or more episodes, whatever it may be. But I, it almost feels like it's kind of like an ease in. Let's do a three-minute short. Let's do a 12-minute episode on Visions mm-hmm. and then give us the reins to do a movie, which could be really cool. I almost feel like they get them, of all people, get to jump Visions and just get immediately go straight. If anyone's, well, jumping, if anyone's jumping, it's Ghibli for sure. Yeah, I mean, and we who knows? The, a movie of their from Ghibli may already be done. Lucasfilm and Ghibli, and they're keeping it on the, keeping it in the vault. I mean, who knows? But vision. They had is enough time soon. to make that little tiny Grogu statue that they tweeted. So clearly, it's yeah. They've been working on something for. A I'm minute. curious how long that that has been. Like oh, planned a while because oh, like why? at well, least a, I mean at least I would say probably around visions, Brian. Probably yeah. around the first visions. At I mean, because yeah. for that to be kept seek, I mean. Was it the biggest thing in the world? No, but like still like I never heard involved, whispers. Exactly. The fact that like those two were working together on something Star Wars and it didn't get out until they announced it is almost shocking nowadays yeah. Yeah. with the way secrets are being kept. So, I mean, Agreed. who knows if 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 they kept that so close to their vest, then maybe there is something already in the works. Crossing fingers. Yeah, I don't think I don't. You, it'd be I'd be hard pressed to see people being disappointed. I also wouldn't mind a uh, um, Studio Ghibli Indiana Jones adaptation. Just saying. Oh, young indie. Get a studio. Young get indie. a young indie. Because it young is technically indie. Lucasfilm, not just Star Wars. So they can do Willow. They can do. They can do indie. They can do it Still all. Young indie. Oh, I need to watch Willow before that show comes out. Yeah, you do, Brian. Oh, so do I. Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> speaking of indie, if you're interested. The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones is on Paramount Plus. Everybody, go watch it. You see what Mangold said today? Go, sure did. Can't what wait. Say? What do he say? That the new trailer is within the next thirty days. He didn't say new trailer. Or a first, a first look, whatever. It's, he, it's, it's gonna be it's a, a trailer. It's gonna be an. It's a flipping trailer. His back. That's it. 
It's, it's going to be fair. It's going to happen during Thanksgiving because it's going to blow the socks off. You know when it's going to happen, Brian? Andy, gonna... that's what I'm talking about, Andy. Give oh, my God. Howard Ghibli the Howard the Duck? Yes. Give me Howard the Duck. Give me Ghibli Mar uh, Marvel. I'm 100% down. They call him. Uh, Brian, there's going to be a trailer during Thanksgiving calling it now. Like Thanksgiving football. Football. I was going to say during football. Yeah. Thanksgiving football. They're going to drop in any trailer. Probably. Um. All right, everybody. And we'll be gone. And we'll be gone. Um. We hope everyone enjoyed tonight's show. That was fun. Uh, obviously, we had a little sad news in there as well. But um, go watch Batman. Go watch Batman the Animated Series. Go watch Batman movies. Uh, go check out Con uh, Kevin Conroy's work if you have not before. And, um, yeah, of course, let us know your thoughts on everything Star Wars that we talked about tonight. Tales of the Jedi. Oh, you sent a Streamlab. Oh, D-Train, thank you so much. Thanks, D-Train. Yeah, thank we're not so very good at checking that. So if you ever do that, just let us know. Let us know. We read the <laughs> chat pretty well, but sometimes we get so distracted, we don't realize that we still have a Streamlab. Well, that's because I have to log into multiple Streamlabs. Uh, so I don't get notifications if I'm not logged into it. So popular. Um, so I should honestly just keep one of our Streamlabs open, if I'm being honest, though. Uh, let's see. D-Train, Daniel, since phase four of MCU is done, mm -hmm. what did y'all think of it? What was its pros and cons for you? There were a couple misses for me, but I think it was a solid phase. Hopefully phase five will be a lot better. I will say this up top. Um, not all of us have seen Black Panther Wakanda forever, which is why we have not talked about it. I still haven't seen um, Thor. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I said I it in the chat, that. but more than likely, um, you won't see like a live review or breakdown of it, but there's a chance that we'll get together like maybe Brian and I, or if Molly has seen it, because um, Jill's already behind already, so I don't know if she'll get to it. I'll get to it. I Eventually. I mean, um, you don't have to see Thor to watch this one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I can watch. Maybe, I can literally turn Thor on as soon as I turn my laptop. We might, uh, we might just like shoot a record a review and put that up on the channel. If not, then maybe something on our Patreon. Um, but we'll definitely talk about Black Panther. If you want to talk about more Black Panther tomorrow, Brian and I are doing a full-blown review on Wakanda Forever on our other channel, Apocalypse Movies. Um, it's the entire episode is dedicated to that movie. But... Let's talk about phase four real quick. Um, so it's everything from WandaVision until now, the last two years of Marvel. It's more so TV the shows, than movies because we only really got Shang-Chi and. Well, so we got Black Widow, Doctor Strange, Shang-Chi. Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man, this, Eternals, Thor. I like there was Eternals. probably about There was probably about six plus movies and there was about six. There's was, was probably about dead even. Um but just quick thoughts on the phase, the new direction after Endgame. Um, and, you know, obviously, Jill, with you not being able to see Thor Black Panther yet, what did you think of, of phase four? I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed phase four. It's you kind of have to put your you kind of have to reset your brain into the fact that it's kind of jumping in the same aspect of like phase one where everything isn't going to be connected right yeah. away it's all going to be yes. spaced Thank out you. um yes. so so people are like i know there's a lot of people that are like oh i don't like it because it's you know like they're not all interconnected that's they're not supposed to yet it's going to mm -hmm. be a build-up mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it was for the first you know phase one phase two phase three it's going to be a build-up mm -hmm. they're going to introduce mm -hmm. the characters and then they're going to have a big you know coming together moment save the day like they always do um i enjoyed it I loved Shang-Chi. Um, I loved WandaVision. I loved all the television, the the Disney Plus stuff that we got from Marvel. Um, I loved She-Hulk. I freaking adored She-Hulk. Um, I haven't 
I think I've only gotten through two episodes of Miss Marvel, but I oh. really enjoy it. I, I have been off the... I've been so... Okay. You've been, been busy. So, you've been work. You got engaged. I've you get been it. busy, and I've also been superheroed out. Did like, you watch Werewolf by Night? No. You oh would like my that. God. I know, Yo, but I've would. I've just been so superheroed out. I think you got Jill, if Werewolf by if, if something was made to, for you, it would be Werewolf by I Night. I would love it. But I, I've just I was just so superheroed out. But from what but I loved everything that we got and I am excited to see how all of these stories start to intertwine. I'm assuming we're gonna start getting that with um the Ant the Man. Man, my movie coming out, it's going to start to like. Oh, it's connecting everything. Connecting it all. Um, so. That's that's the big movie that's going to get everyone yeah. back on board. That yeah. is going to get everyone back on board. So I I enjoyed what we got. I the the phase definitely had its ups and downs. You know, there were things that I didn't like as much. I don't think I hated anything. I didn't hate anything, or like heavily dislike anything. But I think that there were things that I didn't like as much compared to others. But like Jill said, I think what people are a lot of, a lot of people are not keeping in mind is that this you have to look at that as almost a brand new phase and a brand new like everything is restarting it's all like of course there's characters that we know but the whole story is restarting so you can't look at it people are comparing phase four to like phase three yeah and you can't do that you just can't do that um so i'm very excited for what's coming next but i also very much enjoyed what we just got um I would say that the shows were a little stronger than the movies, but I don't disagree. I pretty much liked the majority, if not everything, to an extent. So I like Brian. everything. Yeah, Brian. Brian does like everything. Brian's happy to get Marvel. <laughs> uh, I'll pick anything, man. I'm give me here's your here's my money. Just take it. Like that's where I am. Yeah, I mean the movies were very roller coaster this year or this phase but not there's nothing that i'm like this is the biggest piece of dog crap i've ever seen like no like i, I mean just, you didn't care for doctor strange and you still jumped out of your seat twice i love doctor yeah. strange put it that way yeah i <laughs> they <laughs> the the post credit <laughs> scenes were yeah superb uh-huh. uh for uh Doctor Strange and Thor. So She Hulk yeah. still has the best end credit scene of all time. The Megan the Stallion one. The Captain America one. Oh God. Oh, that yeah. was Captain America great. was great. I, it, every, Captain ooh. America. F- yeah. That was <laughs> so good. I mean Vapion, I loved Eternals. It, I I really, loved Eternals. It, Eternals, it, I'm telling you, Eternals in 10 years is going to be absolutely I loved, loved. Eternals. Absolutely. I don't know once I, I, once I got over them killing this spoiler character. He's not dead. He's not dead. Then no, he's not dead. He's not dead. Are you no. kidding that's me? Fine. He's not dead. That's fine. But they killed saying. this version of this character. That's fine. Then I <laughs> that was just me. Brian was holding grudges. That's all. Yeah, a hundred percent. And so, yeah. So he so, wanted to hate the movie, even though he loved it. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, I, I, everything was great. In fact, it's weird. I've been really wanting to rewatch a lot of the shows for some reason. I've been really wanting to rewatch Falcon and the Winter Soldier out of nowhere. Oh. Um, I think because Cap Four is coming. Maybe I kind of really want to rewatch 
Moon Knight too. So and I, I feel freaking like loved Moon Knight. Moon Knight was fantastic. That was probably my favorite Marvel show. Was Moon Knight. Yeah, and I don't. I, I mean, loved Moon Knight. I I don't think it's funny. I don't think anything is still beat Wandavision for me. Like, I, but Moon I Knight. but I think also Wandavision was so unique in yeah. the sense of it captured this time period where we were had nothing to do. We were in quarantine, and this universe is gonna now give us our first tv show and yeah. it's just bat ish crazy so uh, yeah I, maybe we'll uh maybe we'll take a show um in the next few weeks and talk more about marvel after phase four uh, deep dive yeah maybe a phase four deep dive after a little bit um, jill you jill would have to watch some things but that's okay. i gotta watch some stuff <laughs> what if, if i push you towards anything right now werewolf by night you would I would say Werewolf by Night and finish Miss Marvel. My sister sent me, Disney made a post of like the new Black Panther, you know, coming to Disneyland. And she like sent the post to me and I didn't open it. And I was like, looks great. Don't know who it is yet. She's like, oh my God, don't open the post. I'm like, okay. She was like, how have you not seen it? You're always the one that goes at midnight on like a Thursday. I was like, busy. (laughs) I'm busy. Sorry. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Bring now maybe great. maybe we'll take a show in the next few weeks and we'll Bring we'll talk tissues. about phase four. There's a lot Bring of stuff. Um, a lot of stuff we can cover, but that could definitely be a fun show to do. But uh, for now, that's gonna wrap up the show, everybody. Uh, D Train, thank you so much for the the streamlabs. We appreciate it. Um, and again, if you guys are interested in more Black Panther talk tomorrow, Brown and I will be doing it on Apocalypse movies. Uh, full Wakanda Forever breakdown, spoiler review, uh, both the movie and kind of what comes next. Um, so if you're interested, check that out. Links in the description. Uh, Jill, where can everyone find you online, though? Julia Marie. When you are I- online. When I am online. Julia Marie, two eyes, two E's. Twitter and Instagram. Uh, sometimes you can catch me bothering Sean over on his Twitch streams. Yeah, when come join our cult. Come join our cult. <laughs> Sean Sully. At Sean Sully at Twitch, twitch.com slash Sean Sully, I think it is. I don't know. There's Something a call. Sean Sully on Twitch. There's a call. Twitch.tv slash Sean Sully. I, I bother him. I just need I'm going to put it in the description. It's going to go in the description, everybody. I know. Do it. Put We're, it in the description. We need, to, we need to find games for the both of us to play so we can annoy everyone. I think, hardcore. I think games will be fine. What? Um, <laughs> went on Sean's streams. Oh. I think we'll be busy. I think. Oh yeah, we'll be busy. Yeah. Later. We'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, thank we'll you, Vapion. Thank you. Cheers. Uh, Brian, what about you? Uh, be a boss, you know, on Twitter and Instagram, and like Jake said, Apocalypse movies. We only have two weeks left of Andor. Sure do. Womp. Sure do. Um, yeah, I'm on Apocalypse movies with Brian. We're on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Uh, our main show is on Tuesdays, talking Black Panther, Wakanda Forever tomorrow. And then Wednesday is the Fandalorian Club, where we're going to do everything Andor, reviewing episode 11. Um, as far as POV goes, this Thursday, everybody, this Thursday, The Incredibles and Incredibles 2 Bar Trivia. Um, it's a big one. It is the November edition of our Bar Trivia, and we'll be doing the two incredible movies. Should I give everyone um, a chance and not watch the oh movies and see goodness. if well, I can still win? I, I, can, uh, I can reveal one of our guests right now if you want oh, me to. Oh, do um, it. No. I don't even know. Yeah, I didn't reach out to everybody. This person reached out and basically said, I'm coming for the title, 
and that he just won a uh, Pixar Nerd Chronic quiz. And that is Mr. Uh, Mr. The King Con. Is it Mr. The King? Mr. The King Con reached out and he'll be joining us on Thursday evening. Well, I'm not going to win anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jill, you should watch the movies just to give yourself a chance. Just to give yourself a chance. Against Um, him, yeah. Come on. You got this. You got this. All right. Um, So, yeah. King Con. Jeff Con will be joining us on Thursday. Uh, Still waiting on some others, but that's going to be about six o'clock Pacific on the, the, the Patreon. Check it out. Those aren't the only things that we do on the Patreon. We have a watch along coming up soon. We just did our Starburst hangout last week. The Q and a for this month is up. Um, a lot of cool things happening. We'd love for you guys to join us. If you didn't check that out, it's uh, patreon.com slash view crew, patreon.com slash view crew. So, um, nope. and then check nope. us out on TikTok. I did check it us out on TikTok. Uh, we are out there. It's certain POV crew on TikTok. That is also on Twitter. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate it. Everyone in the chat. We love you guys. Um, have a great rest of your week. Patrons, we'll catch you guys on Thursday. And everybody else, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.